What is going on, guys? Welcome back to Bucket Hats and Toe Taps. I know I am technically like a week late with the playoff uh, recap, but we have some very big news coming up in the podcast today. I don't know if you guys have heard about it, but it is a really good addition to the league. And then we also have information on the tournament coming up. But first, what we're going to do is we're going to go through all the playoffs and all of the results from the playoffs from the up and or from the past couple of weeks. Uh, we're going to start with the North Division. The North Division started their playoffs on the 24th, opposed to the East and West, who started on the 17th, because they had, I believe, less teams. So, on the 24th, you had Dr. D versus Pylon Pythons. Then you had Pylon Pythons, the winner of that game ended up going to play uh, the Miami Sharks. Dr. D ended up losing to the Pylon Pythons. Pylon took that one 32 to 30. Then moving on to the next game, you had the Pylon Pythons versus the Miami Sharks for the next playoff game. I believe that was the semifinal game. Miami Sharks ended up coming out on top of that one, 54-14. Then you had Goblin playing 7-3-2 for their semifinal game. 7-3-2 ended up coming out on top of that one, 32-26. No surprise there. Uh, Miami Sharks and 7-3-2 were the two teams that I thought were going to end up making it in the end of this division. Um, I believe there was a possibility for a couple other teams to possibly slip in there, but the two front runners cleared the all season were the Miami Sharks and then 7-3-2 were pretty, pretty close behind them. Um, and then moving on to the championship, no surprise to anybody, the Miami Sharks ended up winning this one 56-18. Miami Sharks have been on an absolute tear. I believe they are the first team to have an undefeated season and go completely all the way to the championship and end up winning the championship as undefeated team. So congratulations to the Miami Sharks for winning the um, North Division or the Gold Division championship. Then moving on to the South, same thing with the South as the North. We had the playoffs start on the 24th. You had the first game of the day was the Phantoms versus going deep. Phantoms ended up coming out on top of this one, 35 to 32. After a rough couple of games during the season, Phantoms showed that they are able to take out going deep, and they ended up moving on to the semifinal game. Then you had Vicious and Delicious versus the Outlaws for the um, semifinal game. Also, that was a very, very, very interesting game. I definitely thought Vicious and Delicious were going to win this one. They were kind of my favorites to win this division, but Outlaws came out on top, 42-25 to over Vicious and Delicious. It was a great game there. Then you had the Phantoms versus Dirty CJ and the boys in their semifinal matchup. Phantoms trying to move on to the championship, and unfortunately, they fell a little bit short to Dirty CJ and the boys, 34-21. to uh, There were a couple questionable calls by the Phantoms. Uh, we'll look to see what happens with them coming into next season and everything, seeing as I don't know if they will have the same squad of guys. And then um, kudos to the Outlaws for finally, I think, taking their first playoff victory, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I don't want to say that like offensively, but Outlaws have this really bad luck of going into the playoffs and losing like first round almost every year. I believe that was possibly the Outlaws' first, maybe second playoff win, but good to them. They almost made it to the, or they ended up making it to the finals and everything. And then you had Dirty CJ and the boys versus the Outlaws in the finals. Dirty CJ and the boys ended up squeaking that game out 20-19. to Very, very close game. Outlaws could have ended up taking this one. There was, if I'm not mistaken, there was a run play towards the end of the game where the quarterback had the open lane to the end zone and ended up dropping the ball before he made it to the end zone. So the ball, the play was called dead on like the two-yard line. I believe Dirty CJ and the boys then took the ball down the field and ended up winning the game based on that result so that was a real heartbreaker for the outlaws possibly going for their first you know first playoff victory to a championship and just coming short there so it's a really really good game um then moving on to the east division you had the uh playoffs start on the 17th you had two rounds um two full rounds of playoffs that ended up going through so you had bullies versus tf rating for the first game bullies ended up coming out on top of that one 20 to, 21 to 14 um no surprise, Bullies have been a very well-put-together team. TF rating have had a um, better-than-normal season. Uh, their wide receiver, Brett, is probably the best in this division outside of... I mean, no, maybe second or third best, but stat-wise is the best in the division, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so really, really good to him. Uh, that was really impressive to see how well he ended up putting up numbers and everything. Marcus ended up doing pretty well at quarterback. Um 
and yeah, so good good showing out from TF Rating this year. Hope to see them next year. And the Bullies ended up moving on to the next round. Then you had Show Us Your TDs versus the Ducks. Show Us Your TDs ended up coming out on top of that one, 40-33. Very, very close game. Ended up coming down to a final drive that I believe resulted in the touchdown that ended up winning the game. Um, then moving on to the next day, you had, or the next week, you had the 24th. You had the semifinal rounds. You had Show Us Your TDs versus Royalty. Show Us Your TDs ended up coming out on top of that one, 40-39. Very, very close-fought battle. I believe it also came down to a final drive touchdown yet again. Um, very impressive from both teams. It was really, uh, really, really good to see both of these teams playing very well. Royalty played out of their fucking mind. Um... It was really fucking funny, though. Uh, one of the, I believe it was the quarterback, ended up saying, uh, this game's over, or something like that. And I said, is it really? And then we ended up coming down. We were down, like, three touchdowns in this game. So we ended up coming back down from three touchdowns and ended up winning this. So it's a really impressive game uh, from both teams. Then you had Cheesecakes versus Bullies. Cheesecakes ended up coming out on top of that one, 31-19. Uh, no surprise there. Cheesecakes are a really well-put-together team. Not that Bullies aren't. It's just I think the Cheesecakes are a little bit better than the Bullies as of right now. Um, I believe that they can improve in a couple categories, and once they do, they could be a team that could compete and possibly make it to a championship. So we hope to see them next year also. And then moving on to the championship, you had Show Us Your TDs versus Cheesecakes. Cheesecakes ended up winning this one 41-33. Uh, show us your TD shot themselves in the leg ended up going down three touchdowns in the beginning really rough offensive uh, time for them in the beginning but they ended up closing the gap uh, towards halftime and then it was a very close game that I believe ended up coming down to a um, a play that was just missed if basically what happened was they show us your TDs were on like the two yard line came down to a fourth down play if they scored they could have gotten six points and then gone for two to tie the game, but unfortunately that didn't end up happening due to an incomplete pass that ended up uh, occurring. But, you know, nothing you could do about that. Very well put together game. Very uh, Two great teams and everything. Hope to see uh, Cheesecakes in the championship again next year, and hopefully they uh, end up playing in the uh, tournament too. So that'll be interesting. So that's the recap for the North, South, East, and then moving on to the West. We had the first games on the 17th. You had Golden Receivers versus the Rejects. That game ended up going quite south for the Rejects. Uh, Golden Receivers ended up winning that game 38-0. Uh, Rejects quarterback ended up leaving. I don't even think he made it to halftime. It was a really rough day. Really, A lot of drop passes from the Rejects and everything. So who knows if they'll be back. I, I doubt it. I think the Rejects are done as of right now. But you never know. You never know. This team might come back to fruition. But we'll see what occurs. Then you have the Grape Apes versus Evolve. Grape Apes ended up coming in on top of that one, 38-27. Great game between the two uh, teams there. And then you had Abusement Park versus the Black Panthers. Abusement Park ended up coming out on top of that one, 61-29. So the three teams that ended up moving on from the uh, first round of playoffs were Golden Receivers, Grape Apes, and Black Panthers. And they ended up playing throughout the day against the team that ended up getting the bye. So you had the Golden Receivers versus the Gladiators. Gladiators ended up coming in on top of that one, 41-40 in a very, very close game. Anybody could have won that game, but unfortunately for the Golden Receivers, Gladiators came out on top 41-40. to uh, Great season from the Golden Receivers. They were a free agent team, if I'm not mistaken, that ended up getting thrown together. So kudos to them for doing as well as they did throughout the regular season. And then for the next semifinal game, you had the Black Panthers versus the Grape Apes. Um, Grape Apes ended up losing that one 32-25 against the Black Panthers. Black Panthers ended up putting together... I feel like this is what happens every season for the Black Panthers. They do really terribly throughout the regular season. And then when it comes to, um, all right, not terribly, but not as well as they should be. And then when it comes to um, later in the season, like playoffs and everything, they end up getting well put together. So they end up making it to the championship game against the Gladiators. And to everyone's surprise, including myself, the Gladiators ended up losing this one. Black Panthers ended up winning the championship 18-13. to The Gladiators were a team that I believe only had possibly one loss going into the uh, playoffs. They were looking very clean going into the game against Golden Receivers. It was a well-fought game from both teams, but unfortunately, what ended up happening was the Black Panthers ended up taking this one, and they ended up winning 18-13. to so that was a very, very, very well-fought game between the two. Um, 
and yeah, so congratulations to Black Panthers, Cheesecakes, Dirty CJ and the Boys, and Miami Sharks, respectively, for winning the Gold, South, East, and West Division titles. Um, moving on to announcements now, I'm really excited to uh, talk about this. We have an All-Star game coming up for the guys. It's really, um, really, really fun. It'll be really interesting to uh, see what ends up coming out between these two teams. Um, for teams A and teams B, the teams who made it, for these are the guaranteed people as of right now. You have Alex Pagnetti from Going Deep, Anthony Rosario from Pylon, Aaron Davis from The Outlaws, Chris Gill from Going Deep, Andrew... I'm going to butcher your last name, so I'm just going to say your first name. Andrew from Pylon, Hunter Neville from Dr. D, and Mike Konish from the Sharks. They will be manning your offense and QB positions. Then you have from defense, Frankie from the Outlaws, Malik and Kyle Donahue from the Outlaws, Richard Aquino from, I think it's Aquino, from Going Deep, Mike from Pylon Pythons, and Billy Facino from Dr. D. So that is what makes up Team A for the All-Star Game at 1 p.m. on Sunday. This is 8-14 for the All-Star Game. Uh, then you have, for the quarterback for Team B, you have Tom Wagner from Vicious and Delicious. You have Nick Villanueva from the Phantoms. Tom, I'm not even going to try it because I'm going I'm to butcher it, from Dirty CJ. Derek Jordan from the Phantoms. Anthony Romano and Ryan D-A-W, I don't know if it's Dar or Dawe, from 7-3-2, and then those are going to be your offensive players. You have two quarterbacks and four wide receivers, possibly guys playing both ways because I don't know how you're only going to have four wide receivers. So that'll be interesting. <coughs> then you have for defense, Nick Flondia from 7-3-2, Hayden Hess from 7-3-2, Jeff Graham from the Phantoms, Muhammad from Vicious and Delicious, Nick from Dirty CJ, and Cody Young from the Sharks. So that'll be the teams A and teams B playing each other tomorrow. And then, from what I know, these aren't guaranteed for the second game as of right now. But for the second game, I believe who will be playing is Mike from Black Panthers, Joseph from the che or Joe from the Cheesecakes at quarterback. Then wide receivers are Chris, Ray, Alex. Or, sorry, I just read those off like everybody knew who that was. Chris Carton from the Black Panthers, Ray from the Cheesecakes, Alex from the Bullies, Vinny from the Gladiators, and Bobby Johns from Evolve. Bobby Johns is quick as fuck. Um, then defense, you have Kevin from the Black Panthers, Ray from the Cheesecakes, TJ from the Gladiators, and Jordan Greco from the Gladiators. I think Ray is the first one to make it for the All-Star game for both sides of the ball. So kudos to him, first All-Star game, first person to have both sides of the ball. And then you have Rob from Golden Receivers, Shane from Royalty, Michael Thomas from Royalty, Justin from Golden Receivers, Hunter Neville from Grape Apes. Shout out to my Show Us Your TD boys. We got Dante, Michael Dante and Mikey Liberty. And then you have Shane Thomas from the Golden Receivers on defense, Tony Parrish on Golden Receivers. You have, did I say Shane Thomas from Royalty or Golden Receivers? Oops, whatever. You get the point. Uh, Dan from Grape Apes, and then Federico and Jordan Cameron from Show Us Your TDs. Um, again, I don't know if any of these names are guaranteed. These are just the names that he has picked so far. We need to guarantee, hopefully by end of day today, seeing as it's Saturday, um, if everybody will be playing. Once he confirms that, then he will be putting out the finalized list on the um, Instagram. So keep an eye out for that. That's going to be a really fun time. Um, I've been begging him to do the All-Star game since we've been keeping stats and everything, so I'm really excited to finally see that come um, to fruition. And then we are going to talk about the tournament that is coming up. So for the tournament this year, we have Mammoth Flag Footballs has teamed up with Next Level uh, Sports. Don't know who they are, but, you know, apparently they're some flag football team or something, or flag football division associate i don't fucking know man but um excited about that um a team up's always fun and it's now the interstate showdown uh tournament it's going to be at august 28th at st joseph's high school at 145 plainfield avenue in metuchen it is a 6v6 refies are included no blocking three games guaranteed and two pool play plus single elimination for the playoffs 
entry fee and cash prizes for the A division. It is a $475 entry fee, $2,000 minimum prize with eight teams, $100 deposit to secure your spot. Please reach out to Gary or go to Mammoth Adult Flag Football's Instagram to get the details for Gary or Nick so that you can reach out to them to set up your uh, deposit for the tournament and everything so you can secure your spot there. And then the B and C divisions, you have a $375 entry fee. $100 per team goes to the overall prize, so depending on how many teams show up. If you have 10 teams, it's going to be $1,000. If you have 20 teams, it's going to be $2,000. All depends on the amount of teams that end up showing up. Uh, $100 to secure your spot there. Same thing, go to Mammoth Adult Flag Football to contact Gary or Nick for the information to secure your spot, put in your deposit, whatever you have to do. Um, some more information. I don't know if any ladies actually listen to this podcast, but we have a, the Women's Flag Football Tournament coming up on August Sunday, August 28th. So I just butchered that. Sunday, August 28th. Um, there will be cash prizes, three games guaranteed, two pool play plus playoffs also. Same uh, thing as the B and C divisions. It'll be $375 for the team, refs included. $100 goes to the prize. You can go to Mammoth Adult Flag Football to get Chelsea's information. You can reach out to them. That's also going to be at St. Joseph's in Metuchen on um, August 28th. So you'll be able to see some tournament action from the men's and the women's. Um, that'll be really interesting to see what's going on there, but yeah, um, I'm really hyped about the all-star game. Um, hopefully I'll be alive enough to make it for one o'clock tomorrow and come and take pictures. I've been feeling like utter shit recently. I don't know what's going on, but, um, yeah, hopefully I'll be there to take pictures so that we can get documentation of the all-star game. I'm like, I'm really excited for this. The fact that we've been keeping stats and everything, and now that we're finally going to be able to you know, pick guys out who have been performing and have them play in an all-star game. It seems like a lot of fun. It seems like a great idea. Fun for the guys who like to be competitive and everything. Um, lame for all the guys who made it and um, ended up not wanting to participate. Um, I get, you know, vacation and everything. So that's cool. But, you know, when you when you get picked, you, you, you hope to see them play and everything, especially because I feel like the best of the best you want to see play. So, But it is what it is. Hopefully we'll see some more turnout for the all-star game next year. Um, hopefully we can possibly expand it or, you know, do whatever with it. You know, this was thrown up really on the fly. There wasn't, um, there wasn't a lot of preparation for the all-star game. The women ended up having their all-star game. I reached out to Gary and I said, Hey, since we've been keeping stats and, you know, I've always been asking about this and other teams have been asking, is there any way we could put together an all-star game? And he said it would have to be the same day. Cause you know, you don't want to try to get refs together for another day and then have to rent a field. Um, so he gave us the okay for the all-star game. That's going to be, like I said, a fuck ton of fun. In my opinion, you got a lot of the teams that have been playing really competitively. You got their best guys. And then you have some guys from teams that didn't do too well, showing that they are the best of the best and they want to come and compete and everything. So it will be really, uh, interesting to see how they do. And, um, I think the all-star game is a little bit of a scouting opportunity too, because if you have guys making it from other teams, you don't know if they're going to be playing next season or whatever. You can always ask if they want to join your team, figure out what's going on. And um, yeah, it'll be really interesting to see um, if there are any team moves or if anybody ends up switching alliances after the all-star game, after making some friends. But um, yeah, that'll be really cool. <coughs> but um, yeah, I'm sorry. Again, I do sincerely apologize about not being able to release as many podcasts as I was hoping to do. Um, I had a lot of shit going on in my personal life that I had to tend to. All that's over with. All I, I got my, you know, everything's in check now. So hopefully come the winter season, it's going to be a lot of fun because um, I'm going to be more involved in the podcast. I, I think the winter season's a lot more involved with uh, players too because there's a lot of people who just want to spend their summer, you know, doing vacation stuff, being on the boats, being out during the hot days, being at the beach, etc. They have vacations planned and everything during the summer. So there's a lot of teams and a lot of players who don't compete during the summer and then end up coming out for the winter. So it'll be really, really interesting to see these teams coming out for winter. I think the winter season is a lot more competitive compared to the um, summer season. I think that it all comes down to, I think Gary said he wanted to start it a lot sooner this year 
than last year because last year we ran into a lot of scheduling conflicts. We ran into issues with Christmas. We ran into issues with Thanksgiving. We ran into issues with New Year's. Everything seemed to be landing on a Sunday or a Saturday or just around the time where you wouldn't be able to really, you know, do any of those games and everything. And again, this year you have Saturday is uh, Christmas Eve. Sunday is... um. Christmas, you know, Christmas or New Year's Eve is the 31st. New Year's Day is a Sunday. So it's like you're not going to be able to really play later in the year when all these holidays are coming up and everybody's going to be away. He's going to end up having to postpone stuff. It'll end up, you know, dreading into January or January of 2023. And you really don't want that. So I believe he said he was looking to start possibly early I don't know if he said early September or early October. But I believe that's where he's shooting for so that we can get our eight weeks in and it will be over before the uh, like championships hopefully will be on 18th, 11th, and 24th. So if that's the case, you'll have two, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. So yeah, we'll have to start like beginning of October, end of September. If you start in the beginning of September, it'll be really ideal. Like if, if we get our first week to start on like the 11th or the 18th of September. I think that would be really, really big because I think we'll be able to have all the games played, everything done just for the holiday season to end up rolling in. We'll get a nice break um, into January and February and hopefully be able to start the spring season up in March or April so that we don't run into... I don't know if he's going to do a spring or a summer. I mean, if it's going to be... I mean, I think we should do spring. I think summer sucks. I think, I mean, it, personally, doing it in the summer, it's terrible. Because, like, you, you run into... I think we should start somewhere around March or April, in my opinion. Um, I don't think we should hold off until June. Uh, if you start in, like, April-ish, March-ish, you, you get the better weather. I just don't know if, what the field availability is like. So, again, that comes down to field availability. But, unlike this year, you know, like I said, if you, if you do it in, like, March-April... You'll get done by probably June so that, you know, 4th of July and everything doesn't coincide. Or I mean, 4th of July is a Tuesday this year, so it really won't happen. I mean, the 4th of July weekend, people go away and everything. Um, you have Mother's Day and shit. You have Father's Day. So there's there's all that shit that's... Oh, that's May and June. Never mind. Shit. Maybe that's why... Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know what a good time to start the spring slash summer season is, so... I'm just I'm just spitballing here. If you guys have any ideas of when the best time to start, because if you start in April or March, you run into Mother's Day and Father's Day, which I mean, I guess is cool because then you have time to take. I mean, you have more time if you need to skip weeks if you start in March and April. So yeah, that would probably be ideal. So there's that. That's where I'm going with that one. And then um, yeah, if you start like March. Say 12th, then you have 19, 22, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. The 8th week will be the end of May. So you have playoffs, and yeah, you'll have, or the end of April will be playoffs, and then May would, or May would be playoffs. End of April would be uh, regular season. So that could work. I mean, again, it, it's, it's, I'm just spitballing. I'm trying to think. I mean, I just hate the heat, and I, I'm not, I think everybody else hates the heat. Playing. A full game of football in like 95 degree weather and then with the humidity sometimes it feels like a hundred it, it's really brutal you get it halfway through the fucking game and even with good cardio you're fucking exhausted you're like literally dying and you need to hydrate but you can't hydrate too much because then you're gonna cramp it sucks it sucks a lot but um yeah i think we should start a little sooner this year because again that gives the adjustment period if you need to take bye weeks and everything then you can get everything settled um, I also think Gary should definitively set playoffs coming into the season. Like, um, like if you have a set date, say playoffs are going to be this, this, and this, and then say the rate, like, say playoffs are supposed to be, I'll just give random dates like, uh, 7, 14th, and 21st, right? But then give a backup date of the 28th in case you need the bye week for the 7th in case you need an extra bye week or something let them know that that is possible so i don't know again this is me just spitballing but again we're i don't know we partnered with this new thing for the tournament so who knows if they're going to be involved with the next season i don't know if next level sports will be involved with the next season or if they're just here for the tournament 
but it'll be really interesting to see what ends up coming of the league, ends up coming of everything. Um, I'm really interested to see what's going on. I'm interested to see uh, what returning refs we have and everything, because uh, this year's refs weren't the worst. Um, I think I had a pretty good experience with 99% of the refs. It was the one ref that I, I had one bad experience with. But outside of him, I mean, I think there was every other ref was on point this year. I had a great time with them. I think they did phenomenally. And, uh, yeah, congratulations to uh, the champions again. And sorry I sound like shit. I know I probably sound a little nasally. Like I said, I've been feeling like shit. My allergies have been acting up. I don't know. Things have been weird recently. But, um, yeah, it's been a really great season. I think... Um, while it's been a hot one, I think this summer was a lot of fun. I had a lot of people asking about the tournament, or not the tournament, the podcast. I had a lot of people asking where I was, why I wasn't recording, why I haven't posted things. And, you know, I, I told you guys what's gone on and how hard it's been for me with everything that's gone on with my brother and uh, et cetera, et cetera. But, um, yeah, I really do appreciate all of you. I, I appreciate everybody who's reached out and has uh, tried to, you know, talk me down or talk me through something or you know uh, you guys have been the greatest i really do support every or I, I love every single one of you you guys have been great um i really do love all my friends who have been playing in this league uh shout outs to the phantoms shout outs to the gladiators melvin my boy love that kid um shout outs to you know pylon pythons they've been in the league forever they're always really friendly when you run into them grape apes dr d going deep everybody i know throughout the league all the all the guys that i've been getting closer with like i've uh i barely spoke to the going deep quarterback really throughout the league but this year especially this season i feel like we've been talking a lot more he's been doing stats he's been really involved he's wanting to hear more on the podcast and everything um i really do enjoy things like that like it's fun to be able to um socialize with you guys at the field uh talk about not only just football but the podcast things that we could do in the league to be more fun you know people were talking about things that could be added and like like i said like i know i'm podcast guy and like i'm technically everybody's like if anything i'm the sounding board like come to me let me know what you guys got idea wise and i'll try to relay it to gary because you know gary runs this shit he, he really does gary runs this shit by himself i'm pretty sure i don't know if anybody really helps him on the side i don't know if uh What's his name? Big Al. I don't know if he uh, he helps Gary's with just the kids or if he helps him with the men's. I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure Gary runs his solo, though. Um, Chelsea does the women's division for him. Uh, she's, you know, amazing at what she does. She's been, she joined the league in the co-ed division and then made her own women's division out of that. Uh, really impressive. Um, the women's division has been, honestly, a lot more competitive than the men's division recently. They only have, like... I want to say six teams, maybe eight teams at most, but all of the teams have very close records. Any team can end up winning the championship. It's really interesting. I think the women's division is a lot more competitive currently, at least um, with the difference of the teams and everything. Like if, if you were to put a team that was in last place against the team in first place, I don't think anybody would say 100% the team in first place is always definitively going to win. Um I do think there's a little bit of a skill discrepancy where, you know, some teams have been playing together. Because um, I, know, I know certain teams, like, uh, what the fuck is their name? I make fun of their team every te every year. Uh, P Pittsburgh Feelers, you have that team name. I think that's the funniest fucking team name on earth. Then you have uh, my team name for, my, for the uh, men's division is Show Us Your TDs. I'm pretty sure there's a Show Me Your TDs on, or in the women's division. So I think that's fucking hysterical. Um, you know, there's a whole bunch of, it's really punny teams and everything. Um, but I absolutely love all of the, uh, women's division teams. The captains are great. Everybody's really social. Like when I show up to take photos or everything, they all are very, very fucking funny. They're all, um, and like the women's division, I always say it's a lot funnier to see. Cause like when guys get competitive, we'll like walk over each other, talk shit and everything with the women, the more competitive they get, the more friendly they get after a while. Like, They'll, like, both go up for a, a jump ball in the corner of the end zone, knock each other down. One of them will come down with it, and the other one... The, the person who came down with the ball will get up and pick up the person who didn't get it, and they'll be like, nice try, great defense. Like, it's, like, it's sportsmanship, man. It's nice to see. But, um, yeah, it's going to be fun to see uh, the women's and the men's. 
All-Star Game and the tournament, both on the same day, the 14th and the 28th of August. So tomorrow at 1 p.m., you will have the All-Star Game. And then on the 28th, you are going to have the, um, what is that thing called? The tournament with um, Next Level Sports, I think they are called, whatever. Next Level Sports? I think it's Next Level. Yeah, Next Level Sports. So I I got to figure out who this Nick guy is so I can introduce myself just so I know what the hell is going on. I want to know if Next Level Sports is partnering with uh, Mammoth, if they've taken over Mammoth, if I don't know what fuck's going on. I'd like to know. I'm like... I'm like an investigative journalist with a podcast because I just like to know things. I don't I don't write any of it down. I'm not going to report any of it. I'll, I'll tell you guys on the podcast, but like I'm not actually writing this shit down. I just like to know things. I'm nosy as fuck. So, um, yeah, I'm going to try to figure out what's going on with that. I, w- I would love to know if we've like partnered with them permanently, if they're going to be involved with, if they have teams coming in, like if they have teams that have already been playing in their leagues that are going to be joining us and going to be playing in the tournament that'll be really interesting to see i guess you could say new blood because yeah there's a couple new teams that come in but most of them are guys that have been in the division like one or two guys in the division who end up bringing their friends forming their own team and everything so i end up knowing at least one or two guys on most teams but um normally the tournaments are where i get team names that i've never ever heard of before so um it'll be really interesting see what happens for the tournament um closer to the deadline for the tournament i will be putting out a short podcast it's not gonna be a long one it's gonna be a very short podcast with the details to the um to the tournament and everything and then a definitive list of all of the teams that will be in a b and c along with the prize pool that will be included for all of the um the seeds and or all of the divisions and whatnot so i will reach out to gary hopefully within the next week week and a half i'm hoping to get the podcast out because the actual tournament's the 28th i would like to record the podcast on the 25th but i i mean ideally it could be done the 19th so i can give you guys an update on the all-star game and then get you know more information on the uh tournament and let you guys decide you know what's going on for the next or for the following week um, and if you guys want to show up, if you guys want to play again, I don't know when Gary's shutting down registrations, but hopefully I can get at least a generalized list of players who might be in the, um, in the all-star game or the all-star game in the, uh, in the tournament. And then I can give you guys a little bit of rundown based on the information I know about the teams at this point in time. I feel like a fucking encyclopedia. If you named any fucking team, I could tell you the best player and what the fuck they're going to do most of the time. Yeah, I'm talking to you, Grape Apes. You you and your corner comeback motherfuckers. I know you guys. I know you guys way too well. Now, nah, but I, I've just, I've grown to know all the teams um, from doing not only the podcast, but just from being around and like trying to be social and trying to bullshit with all the teams on what's going on and, you know, how close the game is and, like, what they think about. Like, I've got a lot of insight on how certain teams um, view certain rules and how certain people and everything take um, how certain rules are written the wrong way. And I've tried my best to, like, not, like, instruct people on, like, what the better or what the way the rule is actually written in, but I try to give an understanding, like, I... Like I said, I refed for like, you know, I, it was short-lived because Gary hates me and doesn't want me refing. But um, it's it's more or less after you ref a game or two, you really realize there's certain things that players were, will yell about that they think happened. And when you're seeing it from another perspective, it's completely fucking different. Or the way the rule is written, you need to see something definitive. Like a lot of people think the second your shirt gets pulled, it should be holding. If your shirt gets pulled because it's down while they're grabbing for the flag, as long as I don't see, like, a a tug and hold, like, if they're not slowing you down, like, if they're just grabbing for the flag and happen to get your shirt and let go, that's not a hold. That's an incidental grabbing of the shirt. If If they slow your speed, like, if I see them yank you and you get your speed slowed up, that's a hold. That When they're deferring your momentum, that's a hold. There's big differences in everything in that. And that's what I've seen too. Like a lot of people don't understand that lowering your, lowering your shoulder. If you lower your shoulder to dip while you're running, that's a flag guard. Like if you stop somebody's hand from going towards your flag because you dipped your shoulder, it's a flag guard. 
and a lot of people don't know things like that so it's like little rules that um that are like misinterpreted and shit or like people don't get the full idea of i think are where the biggest arguments with reps or refs come from and then i'm not gonna lie after you know taking a step back and trying to be a little bit more calm this season you recognize that a lot of the arguments that come especially from teams that are arguing with refs are normally because they're losing they're frustrated they're looking for basically fucking anything because it feels like no one's helped them the fuck out like especially when you're losing and the other team's gotten calls and you haven't that's when i think the sparks really start flying like people really start reacting at that point they're like look like they've been getting calls all game and they're up by 20 why is it we can't get a single flag guard call when it's pretty obvious and it's like a lot of things seem more emphasized when you're losing. So it's like, I, I don't know. I've been seeing a lot more perspective, trying to stay a lot more calm. Um, and when I say calm, I mean not yelling at the refs, not calm on the field. Because I'm still in it. I still yell and I still scream and I'm still hyped as fuck whenever I get a sack or whatever. But that's besides the point. That's not like what I'm, I'm talking like when you're yelling at refs, when you're arguing with the ref. When it comes down to the point where you're like talking under your breath and arguing with a ref or like you're going to the sideline and saying oh this ref's the reason we're losing like no no you guys aren't playing well or something's gone wrong like yes if there have been 30 flags thrown and you guys have literally lost multiple touchdowns due to flags being thrown okay maybe you can make an argument for the flags being thrown could have been why you left but again you have to take the look at were you actually deserving of that flag so again but that comes down to I'm, I'm just ranting about that because when it comes down to it, when it comes down to the referees, when it comes down to everything in between of that, I think after trying to be a little bit more calm and collected this year, you, you really recognize that this league, if everybody were just, you know, would just play for the competitive, like, cause like there are teams like, uh, like cheesecakes and like bullies. We both are very, very, very competitive, especially the cheesecakes. And we talk a lot of shit to each other during the game but the second the game's over you shake hands you move on this was nothing but a competitive fire we're not talking shit to talk shit it's just the competitive nature in us guys we're guys it was what's what we do we get we get hyped up testosterone starts going we're fucking yelling and screaming it's what happens but at the end of the game shake hands good game respect the other dude on the on the field it's it's as simple as that like you don't even if you don't respect them just shake hand good game move on move the fuck on it's as simple as that and like if we got a lot more of that i think this league would uh it would run a lot more smooth i think uh i think a lot of the biggest issues that we ran into i'm gonna reference i think it was winter of not not this past season that we just finished literally that i just talked about but winter that just passed um there was a huge brawl, and we ended up losing SJV. I don't know if that was why we lost SJV, but that we ended up losing SJV after we had a huge brawl between two teams over some bullshit. Like some, I don't even think it was a fight between like the. It was like people on the sidelines and the and parents from one of the team. It was the most asinine shit on earth, and it's like shit like that gives your league and not even you a bad reputation, but your league a bad reputation. It means that Gary, it's it's saying Gary can't control his players. Gary can't control what's going on in his in his league. And again, I'm not saying Gary can't do that, but that's what it looks like to, especially the fields that we're trying to get to. Like, if you're going to try to rent a field and it's like, oh, this guy, it, like, why'd you end up leaving SJV? Oh, there was a fight or something. It's like, there's a lot of shit that goes into it. So it's like, if we are just a lot more, you know, and that's what I think I saw this summer. Like, this, this season went very smooth, I think. I don't think there were... I lied. There was one fight. Yeah. There was one fight. I don't fucking remember when that was. It was 7-3-2 and Abusement Park, maybe? 7-3-2 and I don't remember who the fuck fought. I remember both teams because I, I, I was friendly with both teams. But I don't remember who the fuck it was. There was definitely somebody on 732, though. It's a very close game. Wait, let me see if I can go back. Hold on. Might be able to figure this out. Give me a moment. 
wasn't royalty. I know that for a fact. Won the Ducks. Um, give me a moment. I'm having a blonde moment. I'm trying to find this shit. Um, I might be talking out my ass. I don't know. I could have swore there was a game where 732 fought somebody. But I don't remember who the fuck it was. I'm having a really rough time remembering right now. I'm having a very senior moment currently. Um, wasn't the outlaw? Who the fuck did they end up fighting? Was it 732? Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. There was a fight this year. I don't remember between who, though. I'm having a really rough fucking time remembering. I smoke a lot of weed. Don't mind me, but like... I remember it being... It was at Beer Street, too. I don't remember whose game that was, though. Was it Pray for Rain in 732? That's what it might have been. It might have been Pray for Rain and 732. Yo, speaking of Pray for Rain, what happened to them? They ended up dropping out? You know, I'm sorry about that. I, I, I know there's a lot of pausing going on here, but I'm trying to figure out what happened to that one team, Pray for Rain. Didn't, weren't they, they didn't make it to the champion. They didn't make it to the playoffs. Did they? Standings. Standings. All right, let's find out what happened to Pray for Rain. Pray for Rain. They went 1-4 and four and didn't finish out the season. They were done. Well, that's upsetting. It's unfortunate. But yeah, if I'm not mistaken, it was Pray for Rain. And uh, I think 7-3-2. They got into a fight. I think. I don't fucking remember. Uh, let's find out. Hold on. Pray for rain. Game schedule. I'm a I'm, guys, I'm, I'm detectiving this right now. I'm going to figure this the fuck out. Yup, here we go. Nope, that wasn't it. Man, that was at Bayshore. Did they fight at Bayshore? Yeah, I don't, I don't know who the fuck it was, man. Someone got into a fight. I remember it. I, I just don't know who it was. Sorry for any team I accused of getting into a fight that didn't get into a fight, but... I, I, yeah, I really can't for the life of me fucking remember who got into the fight. There were two teams who knew each other, so that's why it was funny. And it was a really, really, really close fucking game that I wanted to see end up finishing. And it didn't end up finishing because the fight ended up breaking out. And that's what sucked. That's why it was a very, like, annoying thing that the fight broke out. Because it was such a close fucking game. But for the life of me, I cannot remember what game that was. It's like, I'm having a really rough time. Huh. And a lot of the games were played at Bayshore this year, so it couldn't have been many of these games. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was at Dorbrook. I don't, I don't know at this point. Sorry, guys. That was a long pause for a lot of not me figuring out. But there was a fight, and I only remember because it was a very fucking close game, and they ended up calling the game. Or was that playoffs in the fucking winter? I'm having a senior moment. Don't mind me. Anyways, there was a game, very close game. Pretty sure it was like like one to two point game. And then someone threw a pass. And then I remember someone scooping somebody. And then there was just a fight in the end zone. And the only reason I fucking remember that is because I ran in to try. Yeah, I, I pulled someone off. I don't remember who the fuck it was. I wasn't excited to do that. Because every time I go to pull someone off in a fight, I get punched in the fucking face. Every time, I, without fucking, without, literally without remorse, I get punched in the face every fucking time I try to go to fight, break up a fight. My own fault for trying to break the fight up, I get it, not gonna argue that, that's on me, but again, getting punched in the face for trying to help is not a lot of fun, so, but yeah, um, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying not to end this yet, because, like, I really don't want to do, like, the last podcast yet, because I know there's going to be a lot of, uh, like, a little bit of time in between, and I enjoy doing these on Sundays, because I think we had a lot of fucking fun this season, like I said, I think this season was a very well put together season, I don't think there were too many, um, really, like, 
big issues um, during the season or anything. I think it was a great, um, really great, well t- well put together season. Uh, a lot of fun this year. But again, uh, it's gonna suck when uh, <clears throat> when certain teams, like I know certain teams that I'm friends with and everything, aren't gonna end up being or aren't gonna end up playing this year or the next season and everything. It's gonna suck seeing them leave because uh, I really had a lot of, like I said, had a lot of fun this season. I think um, a lot of the teams that uh especially ones that aren't going to be there, RIP rejects, um, and teams that won't be the same come next season because certain people, like, like we have our we have our buddy Johnny. Johnny's one of the best defensive players probably in the whole league. The guy's, like, fucking six foot tall. He's really good at pulling flags and everything. He's retiring. I I know it's weird to say retiring because he's, like, he's my age. He's 26, but he's done playing flag football. He's got other shit to do. He's, you know, he's adulting and whatnot. So, um... He's not going to be playing in the league anymore. Hate to see him retire. Um, Billy Ferrari might be making his own team. He's one of the rejects players. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see what comes. Um, but I'm just mad that I don't have more information because no one knows when the season's going to start yet. Once Gary gives us a little bit more of a definitive on when this season's going to begin, I think you'll be getting a lot uh, more teams locking in and a lot more people, like, you know, securing their spots, so I'll be able to give a little bit more of a lowdown and a play-by-play on, you know, how competitive the divisions are going to be, what I think the division layouts are going to be based on the teams that are joining, so that'll be a lot of fun, but, um, again, thank you to all you guys that have supported, thank you to everybody who sit here and listened, you know, I've been talking for fucking 46 minutes, if you made it to this part where you actually are hearing me, thank you, you're the best, um, shout out to Dante, Dante, you're a wonderful human being. He literally listens to every podcast that I put out. I don't know if he listens to the entire thing, but he always ends up listening to the part where I thank him because he always says thank you for the shout-out. So, you know, I know he listens, so I really do appreciate him. He's um, he's an offensive weapon. He made the All-Star game for, um, for our team, if I'm not mistaken, but I believe he's going away, so he will not be able to play... I don't know. I don't remember. Or maybe Gary just didn't give me the list where he's on a team. I, I don't know what the fuck's going on. But Dante ended up making it. I remember that. Um, oh, no, I did. I mentioned Dante making it. That's what it was. Yeah, I mentioned him making it. Wow, I'm having a really fucking senior moment today. But um, I got to sneeze. <coughs> I'm not cutting that out. You guys are going to listen to me sneeze. That's how bad my allergies are. And that's why I sound like shit. So that's just evidence that I'm not kidding about me sounding like shit. So, um... Yeah, you guys have been great. Um, shout out to Dante. Shout out to you know the few people who end up you know reaching out to me asking if the podcast is gonna be there. Uh, shout out to Alex to go in deep quarterback. He always reach or you know when we're at the field, he's always like, oh, when's the podcast coming out? When's the podcast coming out? Um, shout out to Seven Three Two. I um, talked a whole bunch of shit about them for going. What was it? Zero and eight. Then they came back. Now they went fucking. I don't know what their record was, but they were like the second seed and they ended up making it to the championship against Miami Sharks. So that was uh kudos to them. They played a really uh, incredible season, uh, but r- the real kudos go to Miami Sharks. Miami Sharks have done what I don't think any other team has done so far. They've gone undefeated. They had a point differential of probably like over three to 400. It was ridiculous. They were putting up anywhere from 60 to 70 points every single game against every single team they played. And then they ended up winning the championship without without a single hitch. So congratulations to Miami Sharks for becoming the first undefeated champions of Monmouth County flag. If I'm not mistaken, again, if I'm wrong, someone reach out to me and let me know what team and when it was that you guys won as undefeated, but I'm pretty sure there's not a single team. Every team that I remember has taken at least one loss or a team who's gone undefeated like the uh, plan B of the past ended up losing in the first or second round and not making it to the championship game. So, yeah, um, let me know if I'm incorrect, but I believe they're the first uh, unanimous winners. And then uh, congrats to, I believe it's Ray, um, for being the first all-star to play both offense or get picked for both offense and defense. And congratulations to all the all-stars for being the first all-stars of the Monmouth Adult Flag Football League. So, uh, yeah, shout-outs to you guys. Uh, congratulations to all you guys for putting up uh, big numbers and everything. Again, I don't know if you guys were the definitive top six, seeing as a couple people dropped out due to, you know, stuff going on or, you know, family things or vacation. I don't fucking know. Maybe they just don't want to play. So, um, you know... 
but still, congratulations to you guys. I'm not trying to take anything away from you. You guys are the six that ended up getting picked for offense, defense, and the two guys who ended up getting picked for quarterback for each side. So congratulations to you guys. Um, you guys have played, you know, clearly very well throughout the season. Uh, keep it up. I hope to see every single one of the All-Stars back on a team come uh, the winter season. I hope the winter season isn't like, you know, negative seven degrees. I hope we get a nice, like, chilly but not freezing cold fucking winter. Um, and I hope we get nice fields that don't feel like ice every time we run on them. So praise to that, guys. You know, we look out for that. And then, uh, yeah, I'm going to plug and play the social media now. Make sure you guys go and reach out to the Instagram for Mammoth Adult Flag Football. That has all the information for the tournament, all the information for the All-Star Game. And then you will be getting more updates on the up-and-coming season and all the information on that Gary will either do three or four divisions, depending on um, how much turnout we have. If you have any females that you know want to play, have them reach out to Chelsea. There is a women's division. If they want to set up their own team, let them know to reach out to Chelsea. Let them know that they have their own team. If they are free agents, also let them know to reach out to Chelsea, and hopefully Chelsea will be able to get them on a team, find them a home within the, uh, the women's division. We would like to grow both the men's and the women's division. And again, I will look into if we've partnered with Next Level Sports for the up-and-coming future. If it's just for the tournament, I have yet to get that inside information. Um, hopefully, Gary will give it to me, but you never know. Gary's like Pandora's box sometimes. Sometimes he just opens out and spills out too much, and sometimes he keeps that fucking lid closed and doesn't tell me shit. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like he feeds me info that he wants to get out. He, he knows what he's doing. He knows how to manipulate the media. He's a mastermind. Don't let Gary fool you. Gary's a lot smarter than he fucking looks. Everybody remember that. Um, and hopefully I'll see teams that ended up um, falling apart throughout this season. Um, hopefully we'll end up seeing Mean Machine if they end up, you know, coming back. Uh, hopefully we'll end up seeing Pray for Rain back with, you know, a team that en ends up finishing the season. But, uh, yeah. I really hope to see uh, you guys in the... Uh, that was like a burp slash word that came out at the same time. That was weird. Oh, no, it was a burp and a hiccup because I had the hiccups now. That sucks. But, yeah. um, uh, Like I said, I hate, you know, ending these when it comes down to uh, it being the last one. But I will look to see you guys. Like I said, I'm going to do a small thing for the uh, tournament. I will do tournament results and then I will do a look towards the up-and-coming uh, season podcast after the tournament. Like, uh, probably two, three weeks, hopefully, after Gary gets a definitive on when the season will be started. I'll give you guys information on how to contact Gary, how to reach out to him to have your team sign up. Although, you know, there's stipulations on the league if he's going to be finally... You never know. Gary might switch it to a blocking league. I doubt it, but you never know. We might get a, we might get a whole switch up in the fucking league. But, um... Yeah, so it'll be really interesting to see what goes on there and um, see what information I can get out of not only Gary but other teams because I, I like to know when uh, certain teams end up like, oh, half our players left and they'll end up merging with another team, forming a super team. So it'll be really, really cool to see what happens this offseason, but I will be back. I guarantee you guys at least two more podcasts before the next season. Like I said, we will be doing the wrap-up of the All-Star Game and a look towards the tournament in hopefully a week or two and then after that we're going to be doing a wrap-up of the tournament and a look forward towards next season with details on that and then the first podcast will probably come the week before the season where I go over the matchups and give my predictions on who I believe is going to end up taking the A, B, C and possibly D division depending on how many teams we end up showing up Maybe we'll even have an E division. No, I doubt Gary will do five divisions. We'll just have really big divisions at that point. But, um, yeah, so it'll be really, really interesting to see what happens there. Um, if we end up having more teams sign up, maybe, uh, you know, regular season will actually mean something where, uh, you know, top six to eight teams in a division of 10 to 12 might end up making it opposed to every single team out of six to eight teams making it because, you know, it'd be nice to have an actual, you know, hold on the regular season like I feel like some teams don't even play for the regular season and then just show up with like guys that like have literally showed up put on a jersey and haven't played like I don't know like man it, it certain teams still had questionable players on them even after the whole roster thing so it's hard for Gary to check 
See, that, that's that's one thing. Hold on. I know I said goodbye, and I know no one's probably still listening because we're 54 minutes in. That's one thing I want to talk to Gary about. When you do the stat thing, I said you need to get one, you need to get a definitive roster from a team. If a team adds a player, that team contacts you to add that player to the fucking list. Your only real tedious job about this stat keeping thing will be putting the names down of the player and their number. You put that on a sheet and you give that to the stat guy. So whatever game they're playing or they're they're stat keeping, they will have the team, they will have the team everybody on the team and all their numbers. Even if they don't show up, they're still on that roster, they're still on that list. They will still be able to have their stats kept even if they are not there. I can put the information into a into an Excel document or into the website for I don't know what you do. I could get it all together so you could put it in the website. I don't I don't care. I could go over all that information for you. I can help you out with that. That's my only comment. I think that the the sheet should not we shouldn't have to take five minutes right before the first snap for the stat guy to walk out and go, Oh, what's everybody's number? What's your name? Because then you get people giving their nicknames and then people are switching numbers. Uh, it, it gets very, very complicated. Like, I was, I had people asking me my number. I thought I was number 17 for the first three games. It took me until the fourth game to figure out that I was number one. All of the stats that I have kept for 17 are not me. They're, like, they're under somebody else's name. I didn't get any of my tackle. I had, tw- I had like, oh my God. I had, Ant said I had 11 tackles my first game. And then after that, I had like six or seven tackles in the second game. So I had probably 18 tackles that weren't recorded. So that's a bummer. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, But yeah, the only thing that I think needs a little bit more polishing is the way that the stats are kept. And then on top of that, I lied. There's a second thing. If we're going to clean anything up, I think it's the way certain rules are written. Certain rules are very ambiguous. Like the no jumping rule should say no jumping over. Can jump through, not over. You're not allowed to hurdle. You're allowed to jump as long as you're not hurdling someone. That That's a, that's a big misconception because there's a lot of people who like dive to the side and someone will jump, not hurdling them, just jump or do a little hop skip. And they're like, oh, you can't jump. Where's my flag? That That's a big misconception. So I think it's the ambiguity ambiguity of certain rules and the way they're written that needs a little bit polishing. And on top of that, I think the rule book might need up. I haven't read the rule book recently, if I'm being honest. But I don't know if certain rules that we've updated have been updated in the rule book. But again, I'm offering to help with this, Gary. I don't know if you're listening through 57 minutes of me talking. But yeah, um... Those are the only two things that I think need polishing right now. Um, outside of that, I think this season went great. I think everything went pretty smooth. Um, I think the stats were a little, you know, iffy on all the stats that ended up getting kept. And I get that because, you know, it's Gary trying to do everything by himself, which is why I'm offering a hand because I want to see things develop in a, you know, better manner. Like, I want to see things develop in a positive way hopefully we'll be able to get more teams hopefully we'll be able to do more with this league you know it's fun to see more people involved like i see i see leagues like uh there's one league called the g league like they do a barbecue they do like a get together at like after the championships they do a trophy uh award ceremony they do an mvp of the season they do it uh what's called uh the i think it's called the g league or g awards or something it's like it's a whole big thing and it's like things like that seem like a lot of fucking fun and I would love to be involved in something like that. Like, I would love to go out, like, for drinks and everything, get together, whatever, hang out, and then end up, you know, doing a little trophy thing at the Like, it's like the Dundies from The Office. I don't know. Maybe I'm a fucking loser, but I'd be down for that. Um, but, yeah, it's little things like that that I think are a lot of fun. And I think why uh, the G League has all that happen and why they get together so much and everything is because they, like, you know, they converse with each other. All the, te- all the pe- teams and everything they're all friends, they're all, like, very close, they, like, I think a lot of difference with, you know, these teams and the other, or this league and the other league is, like, yes, this league has a little bit of an age discrepancy, where, like, they're older teams, they're younger teams, and I get some of the older guys that want to fucking spend their time with fucking some 20-some-odd-year-old kids, and I get that, but again, there's, you know, 
it, it could be fun when you go out for a little get together, even when it's not with everybody you fucking know or even people everybody you fucking like. But I, again, I'm just spitballing here. I'm just thinking of how you know I've wanted this league to grow because as much as it is Gary's baby, I, I do love this league. I've been here for like three and a half years at this fucking point. We've been doing. I've been doing everything I fucking can to try to you know, help improve, I started the podcast, so you guys got a little bit more of an update, because I like talking to myself, but, um, but yeah, so, again, thank you guys for listening to everything, I plugged Gary's social, and then I forgot to plug mine, uh, make sure you follow at Bucket Hat Toe Tap, that's at Bucket Hat Toe Tap, the at symbol, a little A with the little loop around it, bucket, one bucket, one hat, one toe, one tap, because Twitter hates me and wouldn't let me make it plural. So it's just bucket hat toe tap. Um, follow the Twitter. I put out all the podcasts and everything that end up coming out. Um, they will be weekly from now on when it comes down to the um, the regular season. And on top of that, I might be turning bucket hats and toe taps into a hybrid podcast where I will still cover the Mammoth Flag Football League, but I may also start talking about regular football and fantasy football come the uh, football season because I'm really fucking excited for um, football, and I'm really, really excited for fantasy football this year. So um, look forward to that. I will put out more information on that once I get a little bit more details. Um, Hopefully I can have a couple of my friends come on the podcast, talk about that. I have a couple friends who are really big into football. I have one buddy who does his own football. I I don't know if it's a football podcast or a sports podcast, Um, but big boy, shout out to him. Everybody go check out his podcast. Absolutely love that kid too. Um, But yeah, he's great. Um, I would love to have him on here. I would love to have people like fucking Ant on here. I would love to have Luke on here. Luke is one of the people that I would love to have because Luke is like low-key knowledgeable as fuck about a lot of football shit. He knows a lot of the, um, the younger guys and everything and knows a lot about, um, specifically the AFC, which is what I like because, you know, we're both AFC or we're both, uh, he's a Ravens fan. I'm a Steelers fan. So it's good to see like the in-depth analysis, especially when they play each other. So hopefully when we have a Steelers versus Ravens week, I'll be able to have him on here, have a nice breakdown of the two teams, have a little bit of shit talk between the two of us. But, um, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun to see what ends up coming out of this podcast. Um, I told you guys to go follow Mammoth Adult Flag Football and then check out for Mammoth Adult Flag Football on Facebook. We also post everything up on there. Hopefully, Gary should have the link to the podcast in the um, little bio of the Instagram once you guys go on the Instagram. So just click on that link and you should get led to, I believe it's the Spotify part of the podcast. Um you may want to wait about, not that you're going to be able to hear it now, but as a forewarning for anybody who's still listening, 10 to 15 minutes after I post, it normally takes uh, anywhere from probably 10 to 15 to 30 minutes-ish for it to actually get uploaded to Spotify. There's a little bit of a lag between Spotify and Apple Podcasts compared to Podbean when it goes up. So just keep an eye out for that even when I post and you're like, oh, it's not up there. Just give it a little bit and then it should be up. So um, yeah, you guys have been great. Thank you to everybody who listens. Shout out to Dante. Can't wait to play with uh, Dad again on my team. That's going to be really exciting. We get Dad back. Ben's going to be there. Oh, it's going to be a family reunion. It's going to be so much fun. Show us your TD showing up for the tournament. Cannot wait. We're going to miss you, Travis, by the way. Uh, my buddy Travis is sitting out for the tournament. He's, um, I don't know what's going on. I think he said he, he oh, his girlfriend's coming back from some vacation, and he's got to get her from the airport. We offered to get him black car service for the air, for the girlfriend to come from the airport to the game, and we had have an umbrella set up for her, but he's yet to respond to that offer. So we'll see if he ends up playing with us. But, like I said, um, shout-outs to all my teammates. You guys are absolutely phenomenal. I'm going to miss the rejects. Um, Shout-outs to all the teams who always reach out to me. Let me know what's going on. Um, all the teams who have asked for their respect and everything. Shout-outs to you guys. Uh, Shout-outs to the Cheesecakes for winning. They played a phenomenal game. Um, absolutely nothing to take away from them. Like I said, they they just played better than our team did. Um, unfortunately, like I said, we went down three touchdowns. So, shout-outs to them. Shout-outs to Miami Sharks, first undefeated. Um, yeah, so that's a, that should be a recap on everything. You guys have been absolutely phenomenal. Oh! That's another thing. Shout out Black Panthers. Black Panthers, I'm pretty sure, have had a rough get-go. I believe this is their first championship, if I'm not mistaken. Um, So congratulations to them. Um, No, it might be their second. I don't remember. 
They might have a tournament win or something. I don't know. But congratulations to Black, Pan uh, Black Panthers. Uh, they were really a dark horse in that division. I did not expect them to end up coming out on top, but they ended up taking out Gladiators, which was impressive in itself. So congratulations to them. Congratulations to all the teams. I think I've given my respect to everybody who's asked for it. Um, and hopefully the Outlaws will win a championship before Frankie ends up having to retire. We love you, Outlaws, and we love Frankie. So, you know, that's why I say things like that because I want to see Frankie, you know, win his ship it was nice to see him in a championship game don't get me wrong i love seeing that i love seeing frankie in a championship game so i just want to see you guys be able to bring that home so that frankie can host up not that he doesn't have like 27 other freaking trophies and like 27 other leagues and tournaments that he's played in but you know i'd like to see him win one in mammoth because you know but yeah um so yeah you guys have been great. I will talk to you guys later. Thank you guys for listening to Bucket Hats and Toe Taps. I will talk to you guys probably at the All-Star Game. If not at the All-Star Game, I will see you guys at the tournament. And if not at the tournament, I will see you guys during the winter season. So have a great rest of the uh, summer. Have a great rest of the Labor Day, Memorial Day. I don't know which one is coming up. But, yeah, have a great time with that. And um, have fun with your vacations for the ending of everything. And, Hope you guys have a great time until the next season, until the next time we see you guys. And, um, yeah, hopefully there's a great turnout for next season. So I can't wait to see, you, see everybody and uh, have a great time. Enjoy the rest of your day, guys. Bye.